Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today on Here for the Right Reasons. We are reliving the top Bachelor Nation stories of the year. From having a bachelor say I love you to three women, to having two bachelorettes that both ended in breakup. I think he is a really good guy. I think we're just not each other's people. Plus, we saw a messy love triangle and a proposal from Becca. He's the first guy, too, that I'm like, I actually want to spend my entire life with you. I want to start planning a wedding. I want to do all of the things. Where in the past, I'm like, I don't know if it's necessarily for me, but we'll see. And we look back at the shocking splits, the engagements, and of course, the weddings. We've got that plus so much more on today's Here for the Right Reasons. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here with Us Weekly Deputy Editor Sarah Heron, and welcome to our Bachelor Nation Biggest Stories of the Year. A lot happened this year, Sarah. I mean, when I went to make this list for the online version, I was like, I feel like it was kind of a light whatever. And I was wrong because I forgot about where we started with Clayton and then where we ended with Gabby and Rachel. It really was a journey. Plus all the couples, alums, a lot of happy news for alums and a lot of not so happy news for on the television was the big takeaway in my opinion. Totally. All right. Well, let's get right into it. And like you said, we kicked off the year with Clayton as our very new bachelor and things didn't go exactly as planned for him. He fell in love with three, three women, of course, Susie, Rachel, and Gabby slept with two of them. He begged Gabby and Rachel to stay, but then confessed he was still in love with Susie after he sent her home during a fantasy suite argument. Of course, he and Susie got back together, split up in September after six months of dating. And she actually recently opened up to Sarah about her current relationship status with Clayton. So take a look. Do you still talk? How, where, where are you guys? No, we don't. I think that um, I was like very open-minded to how it would look like. Like I pretty much told Clayton, I was like, I'm comfortable with however, you know, is this is going to work for both of us. Like, I respect you and I love you and I don't want to do anything that's going to be harmful for you, whether that's staying in touch or not staying in touch, because I felt like ultimately we both kind of knew that we were um, not compatible. And um, I think for him, he was able to express to me that he didn't think it was going to be good to stay in touch. So we don't really keep in touch, but um, he did send me a really nice message, like, I don't know, a month ago maybe. And it was just like, like it brought me to tears. Like I was like, Oh my God. Like it was just really nice for him to say, like, I'm so grateful for like everything that you did for me in our relationship. And like, I've been able to reflect and I'm just truly grateful for the friendship that we had at the end of the day. And, um, that meant a lot to me. So like, yeah, it, it was really, really nice to hear from him, but we didn't like catch up on the phone and we don't text yeah. or anything like that. But, um, but that was really meaningful. And, um, 
definitely heartfelt and I could tell that he had like thought about it and so that meant a lot yeah this was one old big just one big mess <laughs> I mean thank you as I say to all bachelors but I really do mean it to Clayton thank you for your service because you did give us such great television and you really got nothing out of it I know you'll say like he got you know he has an amazing he's working on his business and he does like mental health and he's I think trying to convince himself it was worth it, but I don't necessarily think he thought it was, but I enjoyed watching him. He was always a great interview. He was a very nice guy. And I really do wish the best for Clayton. He just was not emotionally or mentally prepared to do this. Um, and I also do did see that Susie and him, I think are on a little bit, not better terms. I don't think they were on bad terms, but since I spoke to her, I low-key think I maybe helped them become friendly again I because so. they, he, she like tagged him in an Instagram story and he joked like, I like my, like my heart dropped when I saw the tag, but like, um, they've been able to start talking again. And I think, I bet he like sent, I don't know this for a fact, but I kind of think he like sent her the story and was like, oh, like, should we talk again? I don't know. Like, because she told me that like very straight up, like we are not talking. And now they're selling on interviews saying that they're on good terms talking. So, and Susan's not a liar, I don't think. So I think no. maybe we help. Maybe you are the healer. Maybe they'll get back together. <laughs> the bachelor healer. I love it. <laughs> maybe. Well, another good thing that came out of Clayton's season is of course, more Gabby, more Rachel. The two women set out on their journey to find love and both were proposed to at the end, which is what they want, wanted, as we know. Right. Um, Gabby seemingly found love with Eric. Rachel said yes to Tino. Unfortunately, it wasn't long before both of those breakups went down. And Rachel's was one of the more shocking in history and especially in recent history when Tino admitted that he kissed another woman while they were engaged. They had a very uncomfortable after the final rose, which ended up with that whole even situation that got messy. Um, and that was crazy, crazy to watch go down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was um, that was one of the most uncomfortable moments in Bachelor Nation history, I think. For no reason, by the way, because Avon and Rachel never even ended up dating. That was yes, that was very anticlimactic. Like yeah. we what was going on? Like, you know, and then Tino just sitting there looking absolutely like, why am I still here? Can I leave now? He literally asked that question. Can I get up and go? And we really besides the we really haven't heard much from Tino since he did I mean, the vile files interview. And handled that really well. Like he was apologetic, ownership, tried to provide a little bit more contact, context, but they still never really like told us the real like step, what was actually causing their issues that then caused him to act this way. Like we never really found out what their like root of their actual issues were, yeah. um, which is kind of interesting. A little bit of high road taken between the two of them, which we don't see often. Right. But like left us with so many questions because we're like, we need to know the answers. We've been so invested in this relationship. So we need to, we need the, the holes to be like filled in this story, but I don't think we'll ever get it. Tino has, you know, rightfully so kind of disappeared from, you know, the Bachelor Nation universe. I don't think he probably would ever want anything to do with it anymore. But, you know, and Rachel seems to be moving on. She says that she's dating again. So all is well that ends well with them. Wouldn't that be something if Tino showed up on the beach? Like it would never happen, but it would be like his dad would just, you know, have to get the Facebook up and running again. And oh my God. Yes. Totally. Totally. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy in the moment. Like these like such big stories. And then you're like, oh yeah, like that ended. Right. Then, then, yeah. Speaking of endings, obviously Gabby and Eric also split after a few months of dating, citing compatibility issues as the reason for their split. This is the split in Gabby's words to us. 
I do truly think it was compatibility as far dancing does take up a lot of your time, but um, I feel like our time together was never really limited. You know, we would still see each other afterwards. Luckily we were able to live in the same place. So I think truly it was just getting to know the relationship um, in person because we were long distance um, and before that kind of in a bubble. And sometimes you don't always know the questions to ask or it's up to the other person to really know themselves and bring forth their truth. So I think it was a lot of getting to know each other in real life. Um, You know, I think he is a really good guy. I think we're just not each other's people. Unfortunately, I mean, not, and it does, I don't want to sound dismissive at all because, you know, leaving the show, you really do want hope and think that this is the one for you. Like, I'm so ready to find my forever person, but I know now that, you know, it's going to come with time and, and I want it to be the right person, not just a person. Um, you know, just compatibility issues. That's pretty much what it comes down to. I mean, I think that's the problem with this show that we've been saying forever is like, I get it. You want them to fall in love and we do need to have this environment to be fast paced. We need them not to have their phones, their families to talk sense to them. Totally understand. It works to a degree because they always, almost every time do accept the proposal or get engaged or find quote unquote their person. But because they break up so often, like there has to be some element added, some sort of test of like, this is a week in the real world, even one week mm-hmm. of like living something before they like do the proposal because it's, right, there's yeah. something there's the system's broken. They fall in love in this manufacturing environment and it doesn't work in real life. And they tell us it's compatibility issues. Cause as Gabby said, they don't know the right questions to ask where they're not presenting themselves accurately. And that's all fine. But if you want this to work at all, we need to make some sort of adjustment. Yeah, we do. Maybe it's like not enough, not as many contestants too. Like we don't need 30 people in the beginning, maybe start out with like 15 and then kind of, you know, give them more time to get to know these people. It's like some things have to change, but I like like the one week in the real world, like just put up like right. cameras and give us like that surveillance. Footage. Yeah. Surveillance footage and just change it up a little bit. Because like you said, not, it's not working. It's not working. Which we'll get to. Working. Yeah, we'll get to. But um, again, don't feel too bad for Gabby. One, she's iconic. And two, she was the runner up on Dancing with the Stars. And she's headed out to co-host the tour. So she'll be at every date. And on some of those dates will be our Jersey Shore, Guido, uh, Keto Guido, Vinny. Um, and the two of them are still up in their, you know, DM or their Instagram comments flirting with each other. So maybe we'll get a Gabby and Vinny at least tour hookup. I hope so. All right. Well, we had some shocking Bachelor Nation breakups as well, including Michelle and Nate. In June, they announced their split in on Instagram writing to you, Nate. You quickly became my best friends. The love I have for you is incredibly strong. I will never stop wanting to see you succeed. Well, thank Things quickly turned kind of messy after Nate denied cheating on Michelle later saying on the vile files, I miss the Michelle that I fell in love with. I'm not sure I miss the Michelle I broke up with. However, it seems like she is over everything telling life in style in December. I really did the work early on and it's a lot when so much is going on outside of you. You have to de- heal. Otherwise you're going to constantly like your emotions depend on what is happening. So it seems like they both moved on, but that got messy real quick. It did get messy real quick. And that was another one that kind of surprised. I mean, it surprised me. I've said time and time again, like I can usually tell in those post-split interviews, like, or post, uh, after the final rose interviews, like where we're going with things. And, you know, you talk to Katie and Blake Moines and you're like, yeah, well, that's not going to work. But you talk to Michelle and Nate and they really won me over. And I, I was surprised by this. I was sad by it. Um, but good for them. I think it'll be really interesting to see who Michelle specifically dates next because 
she was very well liked. She seems to have it all together. She stopped her teaching job. She's doing a little bit more bachelor influence thing. She's hosting happy hour. Um, and I am really curious to see who Michelle's going to date next. Very curious. Well, quite possibly the messiest bachelor ma- nation moment of the year. This was a good one. Obviously, Victoria Fuller, Greg Griffo, and Johnny's love triangle. We watched Victoria and Johnny fall in love on Bachelor in Paradise. Then their tense reunion on the VIP finale, including allegations about their allegedly toxic romance. Then she also confirmed she was dating Greg. We obviously saw those photos play out. The timing, they have, you know, Chiller Blue in the face will not agree on who was wrong in the situation. Um, and then on Vile Files, a couple weeks after the finale, Victoria said, I'm so effing tired. If I don't want to be with someone because it's a toxic environment, I shouldn't have to be with that person because the world wants me to. I should be able to move on. I never cheated on Johnny. So, I mean, there's still so many questions about this timeline. You know, there was, you know, they said that they knew each other before she went on Paradise and had spent some time together. So a lot of people don't really buy it that they didn't hook up before that. She's denied it. But she fell in love with Johnny really quickly. Things uh, took a turn really quickly as well. And then she seems really happy with Greg. I mean, they're talking about moving in together. They're very much in love all over social media. So they're really trying to make this one work. I will say two things. One, watching it all play out, obviously, I don't believe, I believe that Victoria and Greg, there was, some, I don't know if something happened. I'm not saying that they cheated or whatever, but like going into that show, wishing Greg was going to be there, coming out and making your first call to be to him and then turning to him when things go wrong so quickly. Johnny has a right to be upset about that, I think. I did speak to someone off the record who's close to the Greg Victoria side. And they hinted to me that there are things that we don't know and the public will never know that validates a lot of what Greg and Victoria's actions were. Wouldn't tell me specifics, not that I could necessarily repeat them anyway. (laughs) But long story short, the way that they keep posing with the chow flowers and writing all their captions about chow and their chow tattoos, like, I would like to say chow to Victoria and Greg. Like, I just don't care. And like, I know I'm following them and I have to, but like, they make me cringe. Right. <laughs> like to each their own. If they not last, I will eat words because I would be shocked. I would be shocked. And so call me a hater. I don't right. care. Chow. Chow to Greg and Victoria for uh, 2022. <laughs> yeah, I want to leave them there. <laughs> All right. Well, we also had some big engagements with Becca Cooper and of course, proposing to Thomas Jacobs after meeting on season seven of Bachelor in Paradise. She talked to us about why she wanted to pop the question. Take a look. I'm not one to shy away from tradition and switch up the quote unquote norms in society, but we'll definitely probably have a little bit of a different wedding. We, we know we just want it to be fun because so many people will be coming in from out of state. So we probably will just have a ton of food trucks, a ton of games and make it a big party atmosphere. We won't have the traditional seated plated dinner with the speeches and you know all of that i don't know if i'll throw a bouquet we probably won't do a garter toss you know like hi there it's julia louis dreyfus you may know me from my podcast called wiser than me where i talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life i was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older which is why i'm here to talk about season two of the show Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me Season 2 is out now from Lemonada Media. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. 
Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. We want to just switch it up and, and do things that feel right and special for us, but that will also be meaningful and just have the, offer the best time for our guests as well. Um, I love them. I think they're so adorable together. Um, I Agreed. think they're quickly becoming one of my favorite Bachelor Nation couples. And who would have ever thought we would say that about Thomas? Literally never. Again, you brought it up earlier or last week when we were talking about Zach, the power of an edit. Um, I think that, you know, happy for them. I can't wait to see the wedding. I'm sure it'll be a little unconventional the same way they are. Definitely. Um, well, another engagement that came out of paradise was, of course, Brendan and Serene, who got who seemingly fell in love at first sight. The two are now planning their future together after fa- failing to find love with Michelle Young and um, with Matt James. So it's great to see them. I mean, it was like instant chemistry between the two of them. The easiest paradise relationship, I think, in history and probably will be super happy for them would be devastated if 2023 doesn't go the way we think it will for those two um, really rooting for them. And they seemed, I mean, over the holidays, meeting each other's families and spending time together, like just super solid from what we can see. Love it. Love to see it. Another solid love story that we got to experience in 2022 for the first time, even though it had been secretly happening for years. Yeah. Becca Tilly and Haley Kyoko, they kept their relationship under wraps for four years before confirming their love story. Becca opened up about it on her podcast, Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. In, um, February, she had revealed she had a partner for four years, but she hadn't been using Haley's name. Everyone knows she'd been calling her Hundo P or 95P. She was 95% sure she was going to end up with her current partner, something she had said years prior. And then in May, we got that For the Girls Bachelor-themed music video where Haley's obviously singing her song For the Girls and Becca came out as the music video girl, the winner of the season. And um, two months later, I got to finally talk to Becca openly about this relationship and her favorite things about Haley. So take a look. You know, I, there's so many things I love about Haley and we're so different. So I've always thought I wanted someone who, you know, was like me. And um, I think sometimes in some regards that makes it easier, but I'm in the, time that we've been together, I've learned how much I love our differences because the things where I don't consider myself necessarily strong in, she excels in. you know, she's so driven and she's so passionate and she's, um, she's so communicative. And I have always really been, I kind of shut down in the face of adversity or confrontation and uh, she's really inspired me to like learn how to communicate my feelings and, and understanding that communicating your feelings isn't you being confrontational. It's just meeting someone in the middle and being able to express your needs. And, um, I just, I just am honestly so inspired by who she is as a person and what she's, what she does. She's so talented. She like can do anything and everything. And, um, yeah, I could go on and on. I'm, I'm just like really proud of her and proud to, I'm really proud of our relationship and, um, just she's awesome. 
I love it. I think that they're so wonderful. And you know what was so good about this story as well is that they dated for four years. Yes, we had some inkling that maybe something was going on. I don't know. But it was so great that like all of their close friends, close family, like nobody outed them. Nobody like they let them tell their story for themselves, which I absolutely love about this. And uh, they just seem really happy. I think she's probably 100, 100 P right now. Yes. Uh, they've been together a really long time. So good for them. I love this story. It's one of those feel good stories that you really just don't get much in yeah. 2022. You know what I mean? Like from... Becca being so emotional and candid about her own journey with her sexuality to her love for Haley to the way that the media, their friends and family and everyone navigated it. It's, it's, I don't know. I'm she's, and she'll say like, I don't know what we did to deserve it, but I'm so grateful for it. And I'm just so happy that everyone like did the right thing here and like, couldn't ship those two more. Totally possible engagement for 2023. Hopefully put it out there. If that's what they want. Yes, definitely. If that's what they want. All right. Well, there were, like we said, there have been some breakups. There's a lot of drama, but there are a lot of other love stories. Peter Weber and Kelly Flanagan, I think shocked everyone when they decided to give their relationship another trip, another try. And Peter recently told Sarah, we're definitely keeping it a little bit more private this time around, just because we kind of have that luxury that we didn't have last time. And it's been really, really special. I think we're both enjoying how it's been the second time around and things happen for a reason. And I can say I'm very happy. Shocked, like still really surprised that they're back together, but good for them. They seem really happy. Absolutely. Such a shock. I spent a little bit of time with them. They're really normal. They seemed really solid. Um, everything I kind of gathered from what I heard is Peter knew that he dropped the ball and he probably, you know, Kelly was is amazing and he needed to grow up a little bit and he had and she had to he had to prove himself to her and you know they're all on board barb and peter senior are happy about it everyone's team kelly and you know what i hope it works out this time because they they've been through a lot together so it would be a lovely ending to that because peter's kind of clayton-esque of was this worth it but now maybe it is Totally. Everything kind of works out for a reason. It was nice that she gave him another chance too. It I guess was. she saw the growth. Gracious, <laughs> Kelly. Gracious of you. Love her. Definitely. Um, well, this was a surprising wedding when grocery store Joe and Serena Pitt secretly tied the knot in a courthouse ceremony on October 27th. He said on his podcast, we started the wedding planning process and we were like, this is going to take a while. Why don't we knock out the marriage thing? We thought it would be fun. And we had some friends that did it. Um, they seem really happy. They're still planning a bigger wedding for September of 2023, but they wanted something super low key they wanted to make it official and they did so good for them they did things their way love those two obviously looking forward to the big wedding because i think there'll be a lot of bachelor nation alums there and you know what kind of fun to see a bachelor couple do it small and make it about the marriage because so much of this becomes productions and there's always questions about you know who's together and who's legit but these two are clearly very legit. And another couple who we've loved for years got their big moment in 2022. Finally, after having to postpone their nuptials twice, Joe Joe Fletcher and Jordan Rogers officially tied the knot on May 14th at Sunstone Winery in California. Becca Tilly, who we were just talking about, was a bridesmaid. Raven and Adam were there. Um, and she recently told OK. And this is something she's been saying for a while is she loved their life before as an engaged couple. But this is excitement. Now we're ready to start building a family in the near future. It's really special. She always wanted to be married before they had kids and to, you know, 
get that wedding to happen. And it was so many years. I can't tell you how many times we both interviewed Jojo, (laughs) like, girl, when's the wedding? Like, it was like, I felt personally invested. She looked stunning, sickening. Um, She called the nuptials the best weekend of our lives, knowing that they were so happy to finally get to say I do. I mean, yes. I mean, she looked, it looked like something out of like a magazine. Like they both are just so beautiful people to like, so gorgeous people to look at. Now that everybody's going to stop asking her when she's getting married, everybody's going to be asking her when she's having a baby. So (laughs) she's got to get ready for that one too. But yeah, no, they seem super happy and super in love and you know, they are, I think I've said it before, one of my favorite Bachelor Nation couples. They proved everybody wrong and they yep. had one of the most fairy tale like weddings and definitely worth the wait, I guess. Impossible not to root for those two, especially like after, you know, a little bit of a downfall of Aaron Rodgers. It's right. like, Jordan, we owe you an apology, dude. All those years ago, we should have listened to you. Uh, yeah. I'm happy for, happy for them. They also finally moved into their like official house that they've been building in Puerto Rico for so long. They moved 11 times. I saw that. In that's their relationship. Insane. Like if that's not a test my yeah. god if you can withstand that then you could withstand anything but i just i love that they're like living in puerto rico and just like uh, having like this dream life so good i for know them. they they pop in like just enough like he does obviously like yes. his sec network stuff but like mm-hmm. she does interviews every couple months because she gets these deals like talk about someone who's like living the best of both worlds like honestly wish nothing but good things for them right totally all right well that is it those are the biggest bachelor nation stories of 2022 we did it sarah it's been a pleasure recapping bachelor news with you you each and every week and 2023 is gonna kick off at the bang with zach season oh my god i cannot wait and everyone if you need more content please go check out the here for the reasons podcast we've had great stuff this year and i have an interview with jordan kimball and his wife christina because they are expecting christina is pregnant and they talked to me about that and that is out now plus everything else we put out this year so if you're looking for more please just go binge go binge here for the right reasons podcast version and youtube version love it love it and thank you guys for checking in each and every week. Keep commenting, keep subscribing, and we will see you in 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. For more news content and exclusive interviews, make sure to hit the sub, like, and bell button down below and visit usmagazine.com. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, Cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.